So here we go. Today's daf is daf nun zayin, page fifty-seven. But we're in the middle of nun vav oh, so that's, that's, And okay. yeah, you're probably a drop ahead of us. Um, we are. Let's begin from ozal shadre letitus. Okay, which is um, if you're pretty much right smack dab in the middle of nun vav amud and it is two lines before it gets really wide. Two lines before Before what? it gets really wide. Azal Shadre Latitus. There's a little Zion. Should be right around here. Azal Shadre Latitus. Right? Continuing on the Misa of the Chorban. We got lots of ground to cover. All right, let's go. Azal Shadre Latitus. So if I remember Vespasian was had laid siege around this line for three years and we had enough to last but we had this whole unfortunate civil uh disobedience that took place in the city of Yerushalayim so Vespasian went to Rome because now he was appointed Caesar and he sent Titus who's now we know a terrible guy to deal with Yerushalayim Bamar and he said Bamar and it says hey Allah hey my boy where is their rock the one who they the one who they um you know, uh, rely on that he's a Rosh to Tito Shecher of Gidim Klavi Mala, who Mamish was anti Akadish Baruch Hu. Also, what the Titus do? Yeah, he's going to go get the Jews and show them their place. Tofas Zaina Biyada, he grabbed a Zaina in his hand, a prostitute. Venichnas the Bayes Kajikadash, he went to the Holy of Holies, Vitsia Sefer he unrolled the Sefer Terra. And he committed a sin on top of the Sefer Torah in the Kedush HaKadoshim with the prostitute. Then he took a sword and stabbed the Parachas. A miracle happened. Blood started spurting forth from the curtain of the Kedush HaKadoshim, Holy of Holies. And Titus thought that he had killed HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. Now, obviously... Titus knew that God didn't have blood and he wasn't standing behind the curtain. But Titus took this as a sign that he was, in his uh, arrogance, that he had now been victorious over the Jewish people and over God. Now, remember, everything works measure for measure. So if Titus is going to start doing things like this, let's find out how life worked for Titus after this. So, who is like you? Baruch is strong. And stable, not impulsive. The bunch on the herd saw Titus unroll Sefatera, have relations, stab the Parechas, say, I've killed God, Vishosak. And God took his time on this. That expression of restraint is godliness. Who is like you amongst those who know how to stay silent? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the epitome of, of uh, remaining patient with retribution. So Ma'asa, what happened? Not also Parechez Titus took the curtain. Why did he take it? Because you know people, they kill a moose. What do they do? Take the antlers. They take the antlers and they go and they hang it up in their house. It's a, it's a trophy. Titus stabbed the Parechez. And there was blood, so he's not going to leave this here. This is hole in one. This is his pride, yeah? So he's going to take it with him. V'asen kamin gargorti. And he made a canteen. 
Kind of. Out of it. Kolkim, Shamikish Bahem, we took all the vessels of the Bismiklish, put it inside, and he and he took it and he planned on walking around uh, walking around the world all the way back to Rome, showing off what he had done. Shinamar of Achin Risi Rasham Kavurum Bo. I saw uh evil people who have been buried. Yet it's the same evil it's the evil people. They came to destroy the base of Mikdash and Mukam Kadash Yalechu. It's really amazing though how this story is still alive. Nachon. Nachon. I hear you. It's, you hear you? It's really amazing. It, it, it's yep. unbelievable. Yep. Listen. Listen. Yeah. It, it's, a, yep. it's unbelievable. What, what, where in history do you have that's something well, how many thousands of years is this? Uh, little over 1950 something years yeah so it's almost 2,000 almost 2,000 years. years yeah 2,000 years and the yeah. Kalim are still hidden away yeah in Rome yeah in Rome or under the foundations of the temple well some of it was taken to Rome no he took it says he took it and he put them inside in the right and okay let's keep going yeah he wanted to. Why did he take it back? So people will praise him. And they came from this holy place. But you know what ended up happening? It was forgotten. Everything that had been done. What does this mean? Yerushalayim is destroyed, and people started to remember Rome as opposed to Yerushalayim. They're gathered. What does that mean? They were actually praised. And therefore, what this means is, all these Rishaim came together. They wanted to go and destroy Yerushalayim. And they came back to their cities and everybody, psh, you're the ones who are, um, you're the ones who are, uh, stand for social justice and stand for truth. And you're the ones who r- removed religion from the world. Mamish, shtabeach, yeah, we got rid of this, um, this uh, godliness. That's that's the praise that came to them. Ikid Amri, there are those who say, even things Akadish Baruch made a miracle, even things that the Yidden had hid away, the Romans ended up finding. So the Romans ended up finding things that were buried. Okay, now let's listen what happened. Titus is now going on his way home. Victorious. Psh, you know who I am. Yeah. So he's on a ship going back to Rome, and there was a crazy storm, and it threatened to sink him. Amar kibadumanisha eloi kehem shalelu ingvurasim elavamayim ayuvei shouldn't have gotten on a ship. You know why? God can only conquer people in water. But paritiv bayam paroi yeah tried killing the Jews. You know how God got him back at the Yamsof. But Sisra tivamayim Sisra came to destroy the Jews, and Kadosh Baruch Hu drowned them, uh, drowned uh, Sisra and his army as well. <coughs> this is in the times of the Shaiftim. Sisra uh, came to destroy. Now, Kaddish Baruch Hu had all these soldiers stuck in the river, and then the uh, currents of the river came and washed them all away. And therefore, God only has, huh? No, his soldiers, his soldiers, his army. And therefore, Tito starts thinking to himself, oh, you know what? Their God has some power. It's like, 
Some people are good when they find other people's mistakes. They're not really good. That's what he's saying, right? There's two ways to win a game. Either you wait for your opponent to make a mistake, or you're just better than them. Okay? Either way, it works. Titus is saying, I don't see the greatness of God. I'm just on a boat, and that's how God gets us. What a fool I am for going on a boat, but it doesn't speak to the greatness of Hashem. If God is so strong, God, take me on a battle on dry land. Come on, bring it. That's the Basque of Amalai. Heavenly voice came out and said, Russia, Ben Russia, Ben Benayshal, Esau, Ben Russia. You wicked, 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 everything wicked, son of a wicked. Bury a Kali Let me let me tell you something. I've got this little, little creation that I made, the Yatoshima. It's called a Yatosh. You know what a Yatosh is? A gnat. A little mosquito. A little mosquito. Now listen to this. I have something called a mosquito. On my car, they bury a collar. Why do they call it small? Because it's, uh, it's able to eat food, but it doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't excrete. Titus, Gewalt, you want to take me on in dry land? Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. Let's go to dry land. Titus went on to dry land. sent a little net, and it went into his nostrils. And it started being a brain pecker at the brain of Titus for seven years. And Titus had no... He was going out, he had gone out of his mind. Yeah, it was crazy. One day he heard a blacksmith clopping with the hammer. Ishtik. And the net stopped finally. Oh, Omar Ikatakanta. Wow, I have hope. He would hire somebody to come and clap with a hammer in front of him. Say, can you imagine? You're sitting there. You're the king. And the greatest general. All day you need to hear bang, 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 bang. Forget a net packet. The net must have been much worse than that. Bang, bang, bang. Right? So he would hire for Forzas, which was a decent amount of money every day, a non-Jew to use a hammer. But he saw Yisrael, he would make Yisrael bang the hammer and not pay him anything. Because he said, Yisrael, it's more valuable for you than Forzas because you get to see a Russia like me suffer. So that, uh, I don't need to pay you anything for that. And this worked for, uh, for 30 days. The problem is, after 30 days, the net... Wasn't startled by the bang, bang, bang. He's got used to it also. So he started pecking at the brain again. Tanya will learn to Raisa. I was amongst the leaders of Rome. When Titus died, they cut open his head. They gave him an autopsy. The net was the side of a, of a uh, large bird. Okay? That weighed two sella. It was huge. Like a, a, a geyser, like a pigeon, a year old, which weighed two uh, liters, so it was a couple pounds. couple pounds. It had a copper mouth and nails of iron. Okay? Titus is now dying. He said, I want you to cremate me. And scatter my ashes amongst the seven oceans, the seven seas. So that God won't be able to find me and stand me in judgment.
Now, I, w- I want to focus on this for a moment. This is nuts. You know what this means? This means Titus believed in HaKadosh Baruch Yeah. That's what's nuts. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't want anybody to see it. So he therefore... He, he completely... He, he's dying. He believed in HaKadosh Baruch And he's petrified. So he says, I'm gonna, he's playing defense. He says, I'm going to do something that God, God can't uh, do anything to me anymore. I'm going to cremate me, spread me amongst the seven seas. Now, again, he's scared. He has Yerushalayim. <laughs> Yerushalayim. But not to a point where I'm going to do anything about it. Not to where I'm going to do anything about it. Question, why are we told what the birds made of the nap? The nap and the copper beak and the iron claws? To tell us that it was uh, this entire thing was an absolute miracle. Okay. It wasn't a random net that ended up flying in. Unclis bar, unclis barachte de titos. Unclis was a um, great nephew of Titus. Have a boy Gure. You know who Unclis was? Yeah, we, we learned about Unclis, right? Now, by the we learned about Unclis. This is all. This story. As unbelievable as all story. Incredible, yeah. Right? She's a great nephew. She's a great nephew of, of Titus. Have a boy like He wanted to convert to Judaism. Mazel asking the Titus Benegida. So he used, I forget what this is called. It's not a witchcraft, but he used like a way that people connect yeah, with the dead. Divination. Divination. To go and talk to, uh, to, talk to Titus. Basically, he, um, he uh, wasn't complete witchcraft, but it was something that's usher. It was usher. We're not allowed to do this. Um, and he was trying to do his research. He was considering Yiddishkeit. He was considering, ultimately, we know he became one of the greatest converts ever. All, all, so much of our Torah that we have in every Chumash, you'll find Targumonklis. So he was, he was doing his research. So he, he wanted to connect with the soul of his great uncle. Omar Lei, uncle said to Titus, Man what's going on in the world to come? Omar Lei, Titus said, Yisrael. Yisrael, the Jews. Are the elevated ones? They're the they're the boss. What do you think about me being dovuk to them? Should I cling to them? Should I become Jewish? Omar Le Tito says, no. They have a lot of laws. And you will not be able to fulfill these laws. Zil go. If you want to be a leader, you might as well become a nobleman in Rome because in, this wor- in the world of physical, you could control them. You could, you could rule over the Jews. Nothing like ruling over the Jews, says Titus. Mm-hmm. But once you get here, you're done. So if you want to be a true leader, be mean to them in this world. And by the way, history doesn't change. That's right. History does not change. You know how think about it. The, who gets elevated when people who gets the most attention? Who's in it, throughout history? It's been like that. Those who have picked on the Jews, they have the, the they're the ones who are like the world leader, and they you know they're put into positions. Now ultimately, the branch takes care of them and he gets rid of them. They're fine, huh? <laughs> okay. Well, you go back. You go back to you know. You, you go back to all these uh, anti-Semitic situations. He says, if you want to rule them, do it in that world. 
Those who are anti-Semites, those who are enemies of Klai Yisrael, they end up being the Reish in, in the physical world. He says, my dear great uncle, what, what do you, what's going on in your life right now for eternity? What's going on? Tito says to him, top of today's da'av, I am suffering from what I brought upon myself. Call Yoma every day. Every day I have a new judgment and they burn my body and then my ashes are scattered over the seven seas. I deal with that as if it's alive. So he's burning in Gehenna and he's, every day they burn me and then my ashes get scattered over the seven seas. Every word, Mama, just yeah, wrong today's stuff. So we should understand uh, uh, this is for all time. Yeah. Also, ask the Okay, so Unglis went over to Bilam. Yeah, by the way, when did Bilam die? No, this week's before. Parsha. Oh, no. This week's Parsha. Matis. Parsha Matis. We have the death, the, the, the battle against Midian. Bilam's death. Again, yeah. Seven and a half year cycle, like we learned about. The Gemara has to come out during the three weeks and Parsha's Matis, yeah? yeah? So he went to Bilam. Omar Lay, Man Khoshbu Alma. Who's Khoshbu in Elam Haba? Omar Lay Yisrael. Malad Bukbu, should I become a member of Klaal Yisrael? Omar Lay, Bilam said, Lay Sidra Shleim, but the Bazbukalayamim, no! Never do anything good for a yid. Omar Lay, Dildogavramai, what are you dealing with in the next world? Omar Lay, Bishiv Chazeri Resachas. I sit in a boiling pot of semen. Because that's how Bilam wanted to get Klai Yisrael to sin, with immorality. So, that, that's his it. Now, Chavar, listen. Titus died a terrible death. Bilam died a terrible death. You can't change who you are in Eilam Haba. What we make ourselves in this world, the MS in this world that we make, you can't change your mind in the next world. Our reality becomes our reality. Azoi is finished. Bilam is a Bilam is a Bilam is a Bilam. He knows the MS. Yisrael. Says, says uh, Unklis to Bilam. No. Should I join them? Bilam can't say yeah. It's not his Metzius. He he's, he's boiling in a pot of Shivchazera. Titus is getting cremated daily. Spread out. No. Because that's the Metzius. It's the reality. Yeah. Unklis then went to the sinners of Klai Yisrael. Amar lei man chashbu amo. What's going on? Noilim haba amar lei Yisrael. Yisrael is more chashuv. Malbukbu, you are the greatest sinners of Klal Yisrael. Should I become a Jew? Amar lei tevasim drayish rasim leisidrayish. You should always help Yidden. Never hurt them. Klal negev hem kilo negaz bevavasayina. You should know anybody who touches a Jew. It's as if you're poking your own eye. You're hurting yourself. It's not comfortable. Amar lei. He said to this Jewish. Heavy sinner. You're a sinner. What's your din? I sit in a pot of boiling tsaya, boiling excrement. In this world, he says in the physical world, I used to laugh at the at the Tamidi Kham. I used to speak negatively, I used to mock the words of the Chachadim. And the Gemara says, and therefore that's my punishment. So again, you have somebody who's mamish. He's a complete Russia. But his Metzias, the hidden Metzias of a Yid, Metzias, the greatest Russia, you can't change your Metzias. His reality is, do good for Yid. Says the Gemara, Tochazi, come and see. One second, Tochazi. 
Look at the difference between a Jewish sinner and Bilam, a prophet of the nations. <laughs> yeah, that's as my Bubby pair would say. Yeah, say what you want about Klai Yisrael. We're the best the Rebbe Shalom has. There's issues here, there's issues there. You can complain from today till tomorrow. We're the best the Rebbe Shalom has. Because Baruch Hu takes pride in us. A yid is a yid is a yid is a yid. Quickly, yeah, we're going back to Gemara. Oh, uh, the reason the person isn't named is because we don't want to accord him any sort of recognition. Maybe. Even by name? Because we know Not who sure. it is. He's referred to as that man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. All right, here we go. Time we learned in the Bible. Some Rabbis Rabbis says, "Borei kamik dele kaiches shal bushel." Come and see the greatness of bushel. Shreisi aglish baruch hu has bar kamtsa vechrev as beis of zara vesechaloi. Bar kamtsa became a rasha. Right? He went from a victim to being a bully. But what happened? The beis hamikdash was destroyed with what he wanted. This was his goal. His goal was to destroy Klai Yisrael. Come and see how Hakadosh Baruch Hu helps those who are embarrassed. This is Yisaide Yisaidis. If there's one, if there's maybe one thing I could learn for myself and teach my mishpacha and hopefully perfect, it's like this: Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Oyev Es God loves the one who's being chased. Why is this important? I could be a Russia. If I'm a nirdaf, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to side with me. Don't be a Raidev. Even if you're right. HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps those who are being chased. And the moment I change myself from a nirdaf, from the chasee, to being the one who's now the chaser, I've lost that. To an extent where this could be, this is harming all of Klai HaKadosh Baruch Hu siding with Bar Kamsa, siding with the Nirdaf, is destroying the Beis HaMikdash. But Azoi Geitas, that's how it works. You want the Rebbein Shalom's help? Be a Nirdaf. Don't be a Raidev. So remember, we learned yesterday that because of Kamsa Bar Kamsa, the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, and we said because of a, a, uh, a rooster and a chicken, so the uh, Tor Malka was destroyed. What was that story? There was a minuk. They have a mafke They would take the chasan kala out. Whenever there would be a chasna, they would bring out a rooster and a chicken. meaning You should be fruitful and multiply, like tarnegaylim, like uh, these uh, roosters. One day there were Romans who were passing by a chuppah with the chickens. They took the chickens. And these people started beating up the Romans. Let me tell you something. Again, consistent theme. What's happening here? Bad move. Don't be impulsive. Don't jump. The Romans at this point were in charge. And they jumped. Yeah, chutzpah, these anti-Semites. Get out of here. They pounced on them. Also, Caesar heard about this. He took this as a sign. The Jews are rebelling. Also, and Caesar came and uh, and and uh, kill, started killing Jews. And there was a man from the south of Eretz Yisrael, David Kofitz Mila. This guy, you you think you thought you saw an athlete? 
this guy could jump a mill. A mill is uh, about eight-tenths of a mile. All right? Basically, Superman. The Kotil Behu. And he, this Yid was incredible. He would kill out soldiers. Kill out, kill out the Roman soldiers. That's how he was mamish. He was Superman. Caesar took his crown from the floor. Amari said, If you want, don't give him to me. And then this guy from the south, he said, Here's what happened, Chavr. Listen to this. Caesar davened that this Yid should fall to him. And this Yid, upon hearing this, saw the crown, and he says, you want to mess with me? I'm Superman. All right. Well, guess what's going to happen? You're not Superman no more. <laughs> right? Says, says the Gemara, what happened was, one second, says the Gemara, big deal, David said a similar expression, Says the Gemara, David is David was saying, I is a, is a Shaykh such a thing? Why, Hashem, why haven't you asked? You're allowed to ask questions to Hashem. That's not a problem. But this guy, this Superman, said, hey, God, I don't need your help. I don't need you. David Amalek was saying, Hashem, where are you? This guy is saying, I got this. That's I the difference. This. I got this. I got this. So all the Besakise. This guy, this guy, got it, yeah? Well, even Superman has to use the bathroom. So he went to the basic east, he went to the outhouse. Also, now, now Caesar couldn't get anybody because Superman was helping him. So he has to get this guy. So this guy used the restroom. And Azal, Derkoina, a snake came. Bit him on his behind when he was using the bathroom. And, uh, and he died from the venom. Amar Caesar said, Hayel, since the miracle happened that Superman's gone. Azimna, this time, Ish Bikinhu, Akadish Baruch, basically saying, he says, Hashem, thank you for answering my tefillahs. Now that, Lordy, for this is an incredible thing. Now that there's no real threat, I could leave. I could leave. Meaning, I'll leave them alone for now. Leave them alone. See, while there was a threat to him, he was nervous. I got to get rid of this because I have to be wrong. Now he was willing to take a step back. Shafkinu Baza, he left. Is Dakor When the Jews saw him, they jumped, they ate, and they drank. They started making parties as Caesar is packing up and leaving town. Again, what just happened? A little impulsive. What happened? But Grinu Shrage, they lit torches. Basically, it looked like a baseball stadium during a night game. Yeah, there was. Amari said, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, uh, They're celebrating that I'm leaving, they don't like me. So he came back and he attacked them. Amravasi. The 300,000 soldiers that went up to Ramaka, but cut the boot, plus Yemen, and plus the and they killed people for three days and nights. Another side of the mountain, they're dancing. And they didn't even know what's happening on, didn't even know what's happening on the other side. Just a, a constant theme. What's the constant theme? The theme is, you think you know, you don't know. 
You want to know how to do something properly? Speak to the Chachamim. Speak to the Tzadikim. Starting from the beginning of the Gemara, all the way back to the Mishnah, these issues are happening because we're, we're, we're acting a little too quick. We're acting too... It, there's a lot of decisions that are happening very rash. It's very rash. You should know, the past couple of days, I know we got to cover ground, at least get to the other base. That's uh, Monday afternoon, Tuesday afternoon, there was a rabbinic conference for the Aguda in Chicago. So that's where I was. <clears throat> and we had a lot of... We had Rabbi First speak to us and Rabbi Elephant um, was live on Zoom. He spoke... It was, it was very interesting how there was, specifically for Rabbi Elephant, but some of the other, like, Paiskim and Gedalim, in their guidance to the to Rabbanan, there was a big focus on you need to teach people how to slow down. And it's to slow down. And it starts with you. That's what they were saying. Every time there's a problem, you don't need to jump in and tackle it. Your job is not to solve every problem. Your Bajan will solve every problem. Your job is to act the way a yid is supposed to act. And that is, you take a step back, you see, you ask a shayla, you take your time with things. The world so desperately needs answers, like in 45 seconds. Rabbi Elephant's like, you know something? Sometimes give them 24 hours after you ask a shayla and then respond, even if you know the answer right away. Just like it doesn't need to move so fast. Now, some things do need to move fast. You have to equip shayla. I mean, he's not saying to do it. But he was, the, the overall mindset is you can't be rash. We live in a very rash world with quick information and everything's, everything's like on our fingertips and we expect answers to a text within uh, 10 minutes, within an hour. Like, step back. Step back. Caesar's leaving town. Give out, let's go. You, could, you couldn't wait a day? Couldn't wait a day to parties? He doesn't, he doesn't see this? Like, did you ask? Do you, you know? <laughs> so much of what's happening is because of if things are happening, people are moving things along in a very rash way. Okay. Bella, Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, swallowed without Chamol, without any mercy, all the dwellings of Yaakov. What does that mean? There were 600,000 towns that King Yanai had on this Haramelech that reviewed on Rabasi. 600,000 towns. Each town has 600,000 Yidden. Okay, Shiloh, whether this was literal or whether it's just telling me there was a lot of Jews involved in this. There happened to be three towns that were double, 1.2 million. Eluhain, and these are the names of the towns. Kfar Bish, Kfar Shechlaim, Kfar Dechraya, Kfar Bish, Vayahava Beisel Loshpiza. Kfar Bish was called Bish because they, they, they didn't have a Hachmas Tzarchim. Right? It was a big place, but it was well off. It was a well off place, and they, they, they didn't want Shnars. They didn't have a Hachmas Tzarchim house. They made a living off of selling cress. That's Shechlaim. What does it mean, Dachraya? Dachraya are men. Why is it called the town of men? People in this town, the first kids were always boys. We all just came back and then ended up being girls. And then they stopped having, uh, they stopped having uh, children. Now this is not, Rashi points out of here, this is not a praise. People said, I'll have one boy, one girl, you know, I'm done. 
and I, you know, I don't need, a, I don't need a, anything else. Okay. Amar Ula. Ula says, the Dichazi, last I saw this place. Afilushis and Riv Vasa Kani Lay Maxik. He says, one second, 600,000 men? Let me tell you something. It couldn't even hold 600,000 twigs. These places are not big. He says, the numbers you're giving me are, must be an exaggeration. I, I, I was by this town. Listen to this. Yeah? So, this whole thing's a lie. This whole thing's a lie. Omar Lay, he says to him, Listen, Chevro, this is beautiful, this is precious. Eretz Yisrael is the land of the deer. What do you mean, Israel is the land of a deer? The land. What does that mean? Listen to this, this is precious. When you have a deer and you take off the skin, if you put the skin back around the meat, you know what's going to happen? It ain't going to go around it. The skin, the hide of a deer, only fits on the deer when there's meat inside of it. The moment it's taken off, there's no way ever fitting that flesh back in. Af Eretz Yisrael, Bizman Eretz Yisrael, when Yidin want to live there, makes enough room for them. There's room, there's room. Don't worry. And when there's less Jews, it shrinks. That's Eretz Yisrael. That's the personality of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is when there's room in their heart, there's room in the, there's room in the home. Yeah, we make room for you. Aye, what's going to be? There's no more space. Eretz Yisrael makes space. You don't need to worry. Rabbin Yuni Bar Chokia, Rabbin Chokia. Now, I just want to pause. See, you have a Tznuki who says, oh, it's impossible. See? Shakran. I see what's right in front of me. You guys, you rabbis, are a bunch of liars. And you know what the answer is? No, you just don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> You're clueless. You're clueless to the realities of Yerushalayim. You're just clueless. You're a To your eye, you're right. You're just a nitty. You're nuts. You, you, the, a person who's a tzduki just won't get this. He won't get how, how Eretz Yisrael is. Just, when there's room in his heart, there's room in the home. To one person, it could be sheker, and you could be so confident in your sheker, that, and, and you're living a life of sheker. <laughs> when you're so confident, everybody else is a sheker. Rab Menyumi Bar Chokia, Rab Chokia Bar Tobi, Rab Huna Bar Chia, Havi Yasvei Gabe Hadadi. Rab Menyumi and Rab Chokia and Rab Huna were sitting together. Amri, they said, "I Ika Deshmiya Leimilsa, Mikvar Sechnaya Shom Mitzrayim Leim." If anybody heard anything about the city of Kvar Sechnaya from Mitzrayim, please tell us something. Pasach Aminayu Vamar, one of them opened up and said, "My Sabaros Varusosay." There's a story with a husband and wife who were in the state of Arison. Shenish Bulavin Avdi Kachavim, they were captured. They were cap- captured by idol worshippers. She said to him, Do me a favor, let's not be intimate with each other, even though we're married now legally, halachically, because the rabbis say, a woman without a ksuba, the couple's not allowed to be intimate. And we don't know how to write a ksuba, so don't touch me, please. He did not touch her. He did not lay a hand on her until the day he died. When he died, she told... She, she said to everybody, I want you to, to give a hesped on him as follows. This guy was a bigger tzaddik. He, not a bigger tzaddik. He conquered his yetzer more than Yosef. Yosef had to conquer himself for a moment. This guy every day. And we were married. By Yosef, they weren't even in the same bed at the same time. They, they, our captors had us sleep in the same bed. Yeah, now the captives want them married because they want them to have children. 
more workers. Yeah? This guy didn't lay a finger on me. Yosef wasn't his wife. I was even his wife. Another, so that's why I heard about this town. Another person said, There was a city that uh, something took place for the for Maidiyais uh, you were able to, to buy 40 Maidiyais uh, for a dinner which is a lot and then it, uh, it, the, the price the, the price went up so you, you, you couldn't buy as much and they wanted to know why food was costing more money they were checking it out they found there was a father and son that were born in it means things that happen in a town, it's because of the actions of a yid. Yeah, they view him the bezdin. They took him the bezdin who scolded him, and they stoned them. And the price went back to normal. So why why the why was there inflation in town? Farvas, because there was averus in town. So maybe there was inflation, but the people of this town were so in tune with what was happening when they noticed that things were costing them more money. They said that things were banishla. So why is the banishla doing this? So they went, they checked, and they found out the takan avera happened. They took care. They got rid of the avera. Give out and everything's back to normal. When there's craziness in the world, it's because of Klai Yisrael. It's not because of anybody. Another one said, There was a person who put his eyes on, um, uh, he, he wanted to divorce his wife. The problem was he couldn't divorce her. You know why? He couldn't afford it. Couldn't afford the Ksuvah. Also, what he do? So he went. And he invited his friends. He gave them and he had them all uh, be intimate uh, on the same bed with his wife. And then he took the whiteness of an egg so it looked like Zerah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And he put it between them. And he said, oh, look, see what they're doing with my wife? Yes, and now my wife committed adultery. I'm obligated to get rid of her. Yeah? And not only do I not need to get rid of her, I don't need to pay her a ksuba. I'm off the hook. Now Beishamai didn't take garbage from nobody. Yeah? So there was uh, one of the elders of Shammai was, uh, from the Beishamai. Shammai, Bava Bambuta Shammai. His name was Bava Heliga Bava Bambuta. Over there he said, Kakum Lani Beishamai Azokin. As Makabo from a Heliga Rebbe Shammai. Life and Beit Asylum in R. The white of an egg, when there's heat, gets less as opposed to Zerah. So I, I'm telling you, there's a way to check. There's a way to check. Stickle, uh, I'll use a little lush and nucky, so if you understand what I'm saying over here, you understand what I'm saying. When I was doing Shemush for Nida in Eretz Yisrael, so the Paisik who I was doing it with came in one day with a bedika and showed us uh, a red mark on it and had us look at it. Turns out, turns out it was ketchup. It was? It was ketchup. It was ketchup. And it was a real thing that was brought to him and it turns out there's a woman who brought it to him and he was very well trained in all shades. He knew that it was impossible. He never saw the shade of red before. He smelled it, smelled like ketchup. He called in the woman and he said, what's going on in your marriage? And he, he was able to he was able to work on the Shalom bias. He called the husband in and he, obviously there's something going on. Yeah, you have to use your noodle. You have to be aware. You have to be aware of what's going on. So he says, the, the terror you get everything. Yeah? So Shammai, 
says, the Torah knew there's a possibility there's going to be some yukul who tries to pull a shtick to get out of ksuba from his wife. So he said, we have to know the difference. How do you know the difference between the white of an egg and zera? How do you know? So he says, I'll tell you, no, you put it with heat and you'll figure it out. V'shivcha zera doichem in ar, but shivcha zera will flow away. Baltku Matsu Kidvar, but turned out he was right. They took him to Bezin, they gave him Malkus. And then they gave him Malkus and they broke, they separated them anyway. She doesn't need to be with this with this person. And they made sure her Ksuba was paid off. But since they were such that in my time and why were they punished? A lot of good things happened in this town. Why they punished? Because they're not mourning over your Shalayim. Dafnon Zayin and Gittin coming up on Rosh Chodesh Av. And I'm a Sabdech Siv, Simchot Shalim Gilu Ba. Koleavel Sisu Itom Mosais Kolam Misablin Aleho. Who's going to rejoice over Yerushalayim? Only those who are Misabel over Yerushalayim. Akshad Rizbak Chariv Beitar. We also said, so we now know the story of Kamta Bar Kamta. We now also know the story of the husband and wife and the chickens where they messed with the Romans who tried taking them away. And we also know that because of the side of the wagon, Betar was destroyed. What's that story? There was a minog. Kevin Misali, the whenever a baby was born, Shosle Arza, they would plant a tree. Maybe this is where it started from. Yeah, you ever got these things from the uh, Jewish National Fund? Yeah, we'll plant the tree for you somewhere. Yeah. Whenever a boy was born, they would plant the tree. Listen, it's a beautiful minog. Beautiful minog. Yankusa, Shoslu Tornisa, when a girl was born, they would plant a pine tree. Kevin Minaspe, and whenever they, they made a shidduch, kaitzi lehuva of the gnav, they would take the tree of the boy, the tree of the girl, and they would make a chopa. They make a chopa. Yumachad one day have a chopa barte the kesar Caesar's daughter was walking by, it bar shaka the rizbak, and there was a, her her uh, wagon broke down. Katsu arzav ailula. So um, the her helpers, the princess's helpers, cut down one of uh, a tree, and they fixed the wagon. With the wood, Asu Machnuhu, and oh boy, did these Jewish guys get upset! And they said, "You ain't touching uh, our trees that are set up for our shaduchim." Yeah, never do, never would I ever. Asu Amrulei Lekesar. They told the Caesar, the rebelling And again, why, why, Chaver? The same theme. What's happening? Rashness. We're being impulsive. We're not asking Shilas. Before we ask, before we ask, who cut down with anger all of the Karen, all of the beauty and the glory, the, the how do you translate Karen? The horn, um, not the horn, the Karnay Ponov, it's shown, the shining of Kaisal, Amr of Zer, Amr of Avo, Amr of Yechanan, Elus Shmainim Elav, Karnay Mohammed Shechzu, the Krach Betar Besha, Shalakadu, Vahargaba Anshe, this is referring to 80,000 leaders who came to Beitar when it was uh, captured and they killed men, women, and children. Until the blood flowed to the Mediterranean. say that Beitar is close to the Mediterranean. Big deal. Yeah. You should know. It was a little less than a mile away. There were two parts water and one part blood. For seven years, they would harvest their, their vineyards with the blood of the Yidden without needing any fertilizer. That's how much blood sunk into the ground. Okay, we got through Amad Aleph. Baruch Hashem, we're only a number behind. Nunzai and Abbas, we'll pick up from here tomorrow evening. I get the